Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Hey, Miami Vineyard, so good to be with you today. So good to be with those of you joining us online. Hey, can we make some noise? Can we welcome in our online Vineyard family? Come on, let's hear it for them. Where you're joining us from, watching us from, we love you. Thanks for being part of this. So my name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors. And this weekend, we're in the final installment episode of our series that we're calling Freed Up. It's been a powerful series. And we've been, we've been trying to answer this question. What would our lives be like? What would our lives be like if we, what would they look like if we never had to have financial stress again? Somebody going, Pastor Kevin, I have no idea what they would be like because my whole life has been stressed. Okay, dream with me for a minute. Dream with me. Dream with me. Like, like, if I didn't have all this debt over my head, if I didn't live in a house where you fought about money all the time, if I had money in the bank, if I had money in a high-yield savings account, you're going, Pastor Kevin, if that were true, that'd be so freeing, so amazing, so liberating. And some of you are going right now, so impossible. You're going, man, Pastor Kevin, for that to happen, I have to win the lotto. Or that email from the prince of Nigeria would have to actually be true. <laughs> now listen, 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 listen. This is what God wants for you. God does not want you stressed out financially. God wants you to have a life that you have some margin, some freedom, some space in your finances. This is what God has for you. God wants you to thrive. In all areas, not just in finances, in all areas. So just a quick review. So two weeks ago, week one, I floated this idea together that less is more. And I, I gave you one verse from Ecclesiastes 4.6. Better is one handful with anybody with tranquility than two handfuls with toil. Better is one handful with tranquility. Tranquilidad, tranquilo. Then, then, then two handfuls, both hands might be full, but you got toil, you got stress, you got worry, you got panic, you got fear, you got all this stuff. So we floated the idea that, that less is more. That was week one. Week two, last week, we talked about this whole idea of debt and how we can handle it and what it does to us in our lives. And I, and I, put, some, I put some stuff up on this board last weekend about credit card debt versus investing, and it blew your mind. So listen, if you missed either last week or the week before, you've got to go to our YouTube channel, go to our website. You've got to watch last weekend's message and the weekend before the first two parts of this series. So here we're in week three. And I want to blow your minds again with this whole idea of giving. So each of you right now are getting a new car. You get a car. You get a car. You get a yeah. Do I look like Oprah? No, no, no. But when we understand the power of giving... It'll blow your mind. So I'd love for you to do something with me as we get started here today. I'd love for you to locate some message notes. Message notes are virtual. You find them on our Miami Vineyard app. So if you don't have the app downloaded yet, it'd be a great time to download the app. You can go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard, or if you're in the room today, in the seat back in front of you, there's a card that looks like this. Scan this QR code. It's a free download of our app. Once you get the app downloaded, tap on this week in message notes, this week in message notes, both in English and Espanol. And if you'd like a hard copy of the notes, you can get these at the back anytime when you walk in or now, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way and write some things down. So I want to begin with a verse from the Bible in the book of Acts. 
You find it on your outline. You find it on screen. Acts 20, verse 35 says this. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to what? Than to Right. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So recently I had a friend invite me to go to a Miami Heat basketball game. And it was a great game, and he had great seats. And he, he drove me. He paid for the tickets. He paid for parking. At halftime, he took me to concessions. He paid for all of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm going the whole time. I'm going, hey, hey, you don't, you don't have to do all this, but, but, but thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is such a blessing. And he, he said to me, he said, no, 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 you don't understand, Pastor Kevin. This is a way bigger blessing for me to do this for you. I said, okay, let's do it again next week. <laughs> but it is more blessed to give than to receive. Some of you know. Some of you know this. It's more blessed to give than to receive. How many of you are parents? Can I see your hands? We got parents in place tonight. Parents, parents. Okay, parents. Listen, if you're online with us right now, just put in the chat, I love my kids. Okay, great. Even if you got to lie, I love my kids. I can put in the chat. Okay, so parents, this verse to me we just read is more blessed to give than to receive. This all changed for me when I became a parent. Because now you've got kids and now you want to give them gifts. And I will never forget when my kids got to be three or four and old enough to really understand that they're getting something for Christmas. And they were so excited. I'm mean, just so excited. And then we knew as a parent that we had the gift for them, just the right gift for them. It's, 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 I didn't care about anything I got for Christmas that year or any other year subsequently. I cared about what my kids got for Christmas because there is, some of you parents, you know this, there is more blessed, it's more blessed to give than to receive, right? And, and, and you know this, not just with parents to kids, but with anybody. And when, and when the gift you give is sacrificial, like you, you worked for it, or you paid for it, or you, you did whatever for it, and then you surprise them, oh, the feeling of giving is almost euphoric. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So here at our church, we've, we've done some giving here at our church. One of our values is crazy generous. That's one of our values. So eight different times, in the history of our church, we have taken our entire weekend offering. This is the offering that we collect at the end of the service that pays for everything around here. We've taken the entire offering and we've given it away to another church eight times for a total of $333,000. We've given that away over the years. You did that. We did that. We did that. We did that. We did that. But I'll never forget our very first time. Our very first time, I was teaching a series on generosity. And, and I, was, I was challenging our people because the deal with generosity is we, we don't feel we can be generous because we're afraid to be generous. And so I was challenging our people. I said, look, 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 God has got you. God has got you. And you're going to receive from God in ways, supernatural ways like you would not believe, but we gotta, we got to break out of this fear and we got to be willing to give. And so, so I, I said, look, so we're going to do this together. We're going to take the entire weekend offering. We're going to give the whole offering away. We're going to surprise another church. We're going to give the offering away. And so we did that. So I challenged our people. At, at that time, we were a much, much smaller church. This was many years ago. At that time, our weekly offering was $2,500. That's how much came in on one weekend. And so I challenged our people. I said, look, 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 look. If we do this, come on, let's, let's be generous. Let's, let's bring our a regular tithe and bring a little extra. 
And I said, look, look, if we do this, let's, let's set a goal of $5,000. Well, that week, they went crazy. They didn't give $5,000 or $10,000 or $15,000. They gave $17,000 in one weekend. And I got that money counted up, and I said, we ain't giving that much away. <laughs> Boy, don't, don't, listen, I thought about it. Are you kidding me? You give this little dinky offering on the weekend, and we give it to somebody else, and you give 17000 What is... I was tempted, just like you would be. But, so we gathered the money up, and we... I, there was a church in the little Haiti area of Miami, kind of downtown Miami, kind of midtown area. I was friends with a pastor. It was, a, it was almost an entirely Haitian church, and I knew the pastor. I was friends with him. I knew they were struggling financially, and I knew they could use this money. But I didn't tell them what we were doing. I didn't tell them we were coming. And so on that same Sunday night, I invited anybody from our church who wanted to come with us to come up there and to give that offering away to them. And so we showed up at that church to give this offering away. And instead of me telling you what happened, I want you to hear right now from a guy who is, he's the pastor now, but he wasn't the pastor then. He was just a kid then. And he was sitting in the church when all of us walked in. And he was at our church recently talking about it, talking about this offering giveaway. I want you to hear now from Pastor Eddie. Watch this. Chose to come in the hood, the ghetto. At nighttime. <laughs> so we're having Sunday night service, and you can see me as a young man. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down in a sanctuary, and you see about 30 white people start walking in. <laughs> we didn't send out an invitation. <laughs> they start walking in. I told the drummer, hey, Get on the drums, get on the drums. He's like, for what? What's going to happen? I said, like, I don't know. 30 white people just walked in. Something's going to happen. <laughs> so he went on the drums, and Kevin just walked up, and my pastor just stopped preaching, like, go ahead, you can have the mic. <laughs> and what, what happened is that he did not tell the, the church members of Vineyard how much was in the envelope. But at that time, he opened the envelope, and he says, the Lord told us. And he said when he saw the amount, he was like, Lord, can we keep some of it? <laughs> but that crazy white boy, he pulled out a check for $17,000. $17,000. And he gave us that $17,000 check. We had church. We all was happy. White, black was all hugging on there, crying in the ghetto. It sounded like a good song, right? So good. I will never forget that night. Never, ever, ever forget that night. But that did something to us as a church. It did something to us as a people. Then when we broke out of this, 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 this scarcity mentality and we broke into the spirit of giving and the generosity mentality, it broke something free in our church that we can do this, we can do this, we can trust God, and we can give. And so next, so the very following weekend, we just gave away $17,000. I put a zero balance in our bank account that day as a church. I'm thinking, well, next weekend's coming, and they just gave everything they had away. We're not going to see another offering for a while. 
Do you know the very next weekend, the offering jumped from $2,500 to $3,500? It jumped, th- jumped, jumped more than 30% in that one weekend, and we never looked back. Because our people, you, me, us, we understood what it means to enter into the blessing of generosity and giving. So what a, what a powerful story that was. And we've, we had so much fun. We've done it, we've done it eight times, like I said. So, so let me just say something to you. As I, as I said during week one, I want to say, say again for week three. I want to say this to you again. Whenever we talk about money at this church, and whatever, wherever it is, whatever capacity, I, I want you to know this. This isn't something we want from you. This is something we want for you. And what do we want for you? I want you to be set free. Set free to really experience everything God has for you that comes to the area of money. So, so that, that, that's what this is. So, 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 if we, so if we know that giving is good, and it is, if we know that our creator, God, created us like him and in and, and, and the image of God, and so, so we know that when we give, we're like God. So if we know giving is good, if we know where we're created to give, then the question is, why don't we give more often? Why don't we give more freely? I, I, let me give you just two quick reasons. Here's number one, and I, I've alluded to this one already. I think, I think the biggest reason is just fear. It's fear. We're afraid to. I mean, I, I've been doing this pastoring thing now for 31 years. I started when I was four, just if, if, you, if you're doing your math. So, so look, we, we, I talk to so many of you, and, and, you, and people pretty much say the same thing. Pastor Kevin, it's not like I don't want to give. I want to give. But it's like, I don't know if I can afford to. I just don't know if I can afford to. And so what that is, is really fear, fear of not, not trusting God in that moment. So one of the big reasons why we don't, we don't give more often is, is fear. Let me give you a second reason. And this, this one, I'm just, I'm just kind of calling out the elephant in the room. When it comes to giving to God to this local church or to any local church, one of the big reasons people are afraid to give is because of skepticism. Because you've seen Netflix specials. You've seen postings on Instagram. You've, you, you've, seen, you've seen the excess of it. You've seen a handful of pastors out there, churches, a handful, who are getting excessively wealthy off the hard-earned tithes of the people. But can I tell you, can I tell you, that's just a handful. That is not the pastors who, the thousands and thousands and thousands of pastors who do this day in and day out. And that is not what happens here at this church. I drive a GMC. My wife drives a GMC. I live in the same house we bought in 1991. It's a modest 2,000 square foot home. That's where we raised our five kids. When you give to God through this local church, every dollar you give is valued highly. And we are so grateful for every dollar you give. So I just want to, I just want to clear the air when it comes to that. Because I was out one time someplace and, and, and somebody actually stopped me in the grocery store. I was out at Publix. They stopped me. And first of all, they said, you buy your own groceries? Like, what, I got somebody buying groceries for me? I said, what, did I fly here in a helicopter too? I, I, it just, so listen, there's, there's some crazy stuff out there. So I just want to call out the elephant in the room. And, and so, so what I want to talk about today is I want to give you three things of how we can grow in generosity. How can we grow in generosity? 
If giving, if, if giving is this blessing, and it is, it's more blessed to give than to receive. If, if, if giving is this, this, it's almost euphoric, how can we grow in generosity? Let me give you three things today. Here we go, here we go. Here's number one if you're taking notes. Number one, trust God with the tithe. This is where it all begins. This is where it all begins. This is giving 101. You want Pastor Kevin, what's a tithe? A tithe, if, I know it's, it's not a word you talk about every day, like you don't stand around the water cooler at work and going, hey, tell me about the tithe. That doesn't happen. Tithe is a word in the Bible. It means 10%. And God says this to us. He says, look, remember where everything you have came from. You go, whoa, 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 time out there, preacher boy. You go, whoa, 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 just wait. You go, wait, wait, wait. That car I'm driving, I paid for that. That house I'm living in, I paid for that. I don't see God paying the mortgage on that. Okay, let me ask you, who gave you the hands to work with? Who gave you the mind to think with? Everything we have is a gift from God. Everything. Everything we have is a gift from God. And so God tells us what to do with that. God says, I want you to give the first part back to me. Not the leftovers, the first part. Look what he says in the next verse. Out of the Lord, by giving him the what? The first part of all your income. Thank you for the three of you that said that. Out of the Lord, by giving him the first part, first part of all your income, and he will fill, look at what you do, he's going to fill your barns, back in the day, people had barns, today your bank accounts or whatever, your wheat, your barley, and overfill your wine vats with the finest of wines, and then look at the next verse, it says this, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, test me in this as a Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to take it in or to store it, now, so, I want to help you right now. I want to help you figure out 10%. Because I used to teach math at a middle school before I was a teacher. Math can be challenging. I want to help you right now. So, so, so here you go. Here, here, I'm telling you, 10% is the easiest one to figure out. Right? So what I want you to do right now, I want you to get in your mind your paycheck. Whatever it is. Every, you get paid every week, every two weeks. Get in your mind your paycheck right now. Okay, get that total in your mind. You got it in your mind? Now tell the person next to you. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. You can, you can breathe. Okay, you can breathe. All right. Now look. I'm going to show you right now how to do 10%. Nothing could be easier. You take whatever number. I'm just picking a number. Let's, let's say your paycheck is, is 1,234, okay? Whatever it is, you drop the last number, and what's left is 10%. $123 goes to God. Let's say your paycheck is, is 2,243. Drop the last number, and that's God's. Let's say you work off percentage and you real estate and you got a $44,239 check. Drop the last number and the rest is God's. That's 10%. Now question, why is it so quiet in here? Because you're doing your math right now in your head. And you're dropping the last number. And you're going, there ain't a chance in hell God's getting that. <laughs> That's 10%. 10% is not $10. And 10% is not a tip. Although if we think about tips, we will tip a server 20%, but we won't give God 10 Come on, somebody, help me out with that. 
not, 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 listen, not that servers shouldn't get it. They should get it. But you're tipping somebody 20% that brought you your meal, and you won't give God 10 who gives you your life. You're going, whoa, Pastor Kevin, never thought about it that way. Now, am I saying, am I saying this is easy? I'm not saying this is easy. It is not easy. Tithing is an act of worship. It's an act of worship. It's saying, God, you are everything to me. And I'm going to honor you with the thing that has the tightest hold on me, and that's money. Money has the tightest hold on us as human beings. And I'm going to honor you with the thing that has the tightest hold on me. And I'm going to give you that, back. I'm going to give you that first 10%. Now, God knew we'd be skeptical. He knew he'd be skeptical. That's right. If you look back at that verse, right? It says, it says, bring the whole tithe that there may be food in my house. Look what he says. Test me in this. God says, I know you're skeptical. I know you're skeptical. I know this sounds like a lot of money. But God says, test me and see if I won't throw open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing you won't have room to take it in. That's what God said. My wife, Debbie, and I, 37 years we've been married. It'll be 38 years this summer. From the day we got married, we said, before anybody else gets paid, we're going to make sure God gets his. And so we've been tithing now for 37 years. And can I tell you, God has proven himself to be faithful. But listen, don't take my word for it, my wife's word for it. I want you to hear right now from somebody in our church family who their journey, their journey of giving God the tithe. Here's Adam's story. Watch this. My name is Adam, and this is my story. It's getting very, very hard to live. It's very expensive to live. Giving 10% of your income away and expecting something in return is or <laughs> doesn't really compute well. It really starts with my mom. Watching her tithe under the circumstances we grew up in, it's kind of remarkable. Um, my mom escaping a very abusive relationship with my father. Um, packed up her bags, not knowing anybody, and moved to South Florida from St. Louis, Missouri with a three, four, and five-year-old. That's the circumstance under which my mom tithed. How are you going to give away 10% of what you're making, which is almost nothing, with the anticipation that something or somebody's going to pour back into your life? Um, and I'll admit, in the beginning, I kind of, it, it, there, was a, there was this tense feeling of resentment. I wore that stress with my mom. I could see that we were just surviving. I, I didn't know how long we were going to be in a certain place. And yet my mom is giving away money to the church and to God. I started working at the age of 12 to help around the house and to get the things that I needed in life. And I remember having a conversation with my mom about this and uh, my big brother and saying, well, you you're gonna give your first 10% to God and you're gonna save 10% and you can spend the rest. I got to the age where I purchased my first home. I stopped tithing because I didn't think I could afford to and I didn't wanna lose my home. As I tithed, as I stopped tithing, I had more fear than if I did tithe. So it was weird, you give away money where normally you would say, okay, now I have tithe because I have this a little bit less in my bank account to cover my expenses, but there wasn't this piece about it. And Kevin gave a, a challenge, and it kind of hit me like, Adam, this is what you've been missing. I, you know, this is that lack of peace that you feel when it comes to your finances. And I took that challenge. Um, 
I signed up for it, direct deposit, and just said, okay, I'm, let, let's go back to this. And through that process, well, through that decision, it's been just a continuous blessing upon blessing upon blessing. This is my story. Listen, I, I want to reiterate, I know how hard this is. And this is why I tithe. And this is what it's done for me. And I hope this speaks to people in a way just who think like me, that just gives you the tangible proof that you might need to say it works. So listen, Vineyard family, in the room and online, I want to invite you into something. I want you to invite you into taking a risk on God and say, God, I'm going to try this. God says, test me. I'm going to try this. So I want to invite you into something called the 90-day tithe challenge. So for the next 90 days, the next three months, you're going to say, I'm going to give this a whirl. And I'm going to give to God the full 10%. I'm going to drop the last number. I'm going to drop the last number. And I'm going to give God that full 10%. For the next 90 days. It's called the 90-day tithe challenge. And I want to invite you into the challenge. And if you want to accept this challenge, okay, there's, but before, before, I even, before you even accept the challenge, I'm going to give you another offer. Because I've watched God. I've watched God move in people's lives. The 90-day tithe challenge. You give to God through this local church for 90 days your tithe. And if after 90 days, you don't see any change at all in your, just your, your outlook, your, your, your life, your soul, your mind, your, your money, you don't see any change at all, we have a money-back guarantee. You come back to us, we'll give it all back to you. Serious. Money-back guarantee. That's how much I believe it. That's how much I believe God's going to make a difference in your life. So, how do I sign up for the challenge? You sign up for the challenge on the app, right in the front page of the app. It says 90 day challenge, just touch that. Or if you're in the room today, you can scan this QR code, it'll also be there. 90 day tithe challenge. Give me your name, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pray for you. Okay, I'm not gonna knock on your door after you know one month and you haven't given. Hey, where's your tithe? That's not the way this church works. I'm inviting you into this. God is inviting you into this. He's inviting you into this to see, let's see, test me in this, God says. It's an invitation, it's an invitation. Test me in this and see, see what's going to happen. So I want to invite you to, to, to take, I invite you, take a step of faith, take a step of courage and step into this 90-day tap challenge and let's just see what God's going to do in your life because it's not what we want from you, it's what we want for you. And I want to see God's blessing in your life across your whole life. And this is one of the ways that that happens. So that's number one, trust God with the tithe. Here's number two. Here's number two, how to grow in generosity, how to, how to grow in generosity. Number two, plan your generosity. Plan your generosity. What I mean by that is this. We will, when we want to buy something, we will plan. We will save. We will push it off till next year. We'll have more money then. How about this? How about if we sat around and said this question? How can we plan not, to, not just to get more, but how can we actually plan to give more? Most people have never asked that question. How can we plan not to get more? How can we plan to give more? I heard of one family that did this. And after the tithe, because the tithe belongs to God, so that you don't mess with the tithe. The tithe, the 10% comes back to God. So in addition to the tithe, they said this. It wasn't a big deal. They said, they said we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put, put aside $20 a week to give away. And we're just going to pray 
simple prayer. We're going to ask God, God, who can we give to this week? And they said it was incredible the different people that would come along their path that they know needed the 20 bucks and they kept giving it away, giving it away, giving it away. Now they've got to set to the point that now they're giving away $250 a month and they have so much fun just having this ability to give and just to see what God is doing in their life. So I'm telling you, plan your giving, plan your giving. Let's see what God's going to do. And then here's number three. Here's number three. Start to be generous now. Start by being generous now. You're going, whoa, 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 Pastor Kevin. You told us last week that we got to get out of debt. Yes, yes, yes. Getting out of debt is key. But I hope you've heard one of the things in this series that what we need is we need the supernatural power of God moving in our lives when it comes to our finances. And that happens when we, when we tithe and we give to God. This opens up the doors for God's supernatural activity in our lives like nothing else does. So, so, I wanted, so as we get out of debt, we're going to continue to make sure God gets honored. So as God gets honored, we're going to continue to work on this and get out of debt and do that whole kind of thing. So I'm going to invite you into that. I also want to invite you, I've, I've, I've done this now two weeks, I've invited you into this class where this Wednesday night we're doing a class called Freed Up. Freed Up is a seven-week class taking place right here on campus. I want to invite you into this class. This class is going to be great for how to manage your money. Nobody ever teaches how to do this. It's a free class. You can sign up on the app or you can just show up for the class this Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, freed up seven weeks, how to save, how to invest, how to do a budget, how to, how to get out of debt. It's, it's, it's powerful. So I want to invite you to come to freed up. But number one says, uh, excuse me, number three says, start by being generous now. Look at this verse from the Bible from Philemon chapter one, verse six. And I'm praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. And generosity is more than just our money. I think we think about generosity, we always think about money. But generosity is more than our money. Generosity, we can be generous with our, with our time, we can be generous with our stuff, we can be generous with our things, we can be generous with our food, we can be generous with, with everything. So one of our values, as I said, one of our values at our church is to be crazy generous. So let me invite you into something, a crazy generous thing that we do here at our church. Every couple of months, we go, out into, we go out into the community, we do something called Serve Day, Serve Miami, Serve Day. And what, what do we do? We go out into the community to express generosity to people, to let them know that God loves them, no strings attached, by doing all kinds of just fun things. For example, we go to busy intersections, and when the light turns red, we pass out free bottles of water to anybody who wants a bottle of water. Absolutely free. We got big signs, free drinks ahead, free water ahead, free water ahead. People are blown away. They try to give you money. We don't take it. Unless they give us 100, then we take that. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. But your giving goes to pay for all the stuff that we're doing, right? So, so, we, so we give away ice cold bottles of water, busy intersections. We go, to, we go to some Starbucks with $5 gift cards. And unsuspecting people walking in that day, we're going, hey, would you like a $5 gift card? They go, well, yeah, but what do I got to do? Nothing. We just want to let you know that God loves you. His love is free, and so is the Starbucks gift card. We go to police stations and firehouses, and we go to hospitals, and we, 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 we bring them a delicious, healthy lunch called pizza. <laughs> we just drop off five, six, seven, ten pizzas at the space, and we just say, hey, we just want to let you know that God loves you. No strings attached. And we love you. Thank you for what you do. 
and we beautify some places and all this, all this stuff, kind of stuff happens on a Saturday. It's, 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 it is so much fun. If you've never done this before, I want to invite you. If you have done it before, I want to invite you to come back. This coming Saturday, 10 o'clock, this Saturday, 10 o'clock, right here on campus, I'll be here. My wife, Debbie, will be here. The staff will be here. Some of you will be here. If you want to join us, you can, on the app, on the app, it says Serve Day. You can just text the spot Serve Day on the app, and you can join us this Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, as we extend our crazy generosity into this community. So, let me leave you with this. You know, there's one thing we can never do. We can never outgive God because He is a generous giver. So, would you pray with me together as we wrap this up in a prayer today? Would you pray with me? Maybe as your head you bowed and your eyes are closed, just a simple way of connecting with God right now. God, I thank you. Thank you, God, that you are so generous to us. It's not easy out there. It's a tough economy. I get it. It's not easy. But God, thank you that you are so generous, God, to us. God, thank you that everything we have comes from you. Everything. Thank you for the blessings you've given us, God. Thank you for the blessings. And God... I ask God right now that you would give us a courage. Because I, I talk to so many people. We want to give. We just don't think we can afford to. And God, I pray right now you would give us a courage to step out in faith, to leave fear behind and to step out in faith, to step out of fear and into faith and say, God, I'm believing you and I'm trusting you. And God, I, I believe you and I trust you, God. I want to see, God, I want to see if this is true. I want to see, God, if this is true. There's only one way to find out, and that's to put God to the test. God, we want to be people who are generous, crazy generous, because you're crazy generous. And God, you're, you're, your most precious act of generosity crazy generosity was sending your son to this earth that he would die on a cross and he would give his life for you and I that we might have life and listen if you're here today and you've you've you, you've never made a decision yet to say yes to Jesus then I want to invite you to do that right here right now I'm going to say a simple prayer you don't have to pray it out loud you just pray it inside but as I pray you pray it inside and say Jesus today I want to say yes to you I believe you're real. I believe you're alive. I believe you love me. I believe you see me. And Jesus, something's happening right now. I simply want to say yes to you. And God, I thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives. And I pray all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930.
and we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week, and thanks again for listening.